Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny what is up guys sophie here and i am back with another topic if you are new then don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can stay updated on all of my content and also don't forget to check the description box because i always put a lot of stuff in there specifically my christian manifestation guide which you may be interested in because what we're going to be talking about today is manifestation and law of attraction a sin when it comes to christians so i actually have two blog posts on this that i'm going to link down below that are are pretty popular and I didn't realize how much of a divide that there was within the Christian community about the laws of attraction. Now, what I will say is that there are the bases, the bases, the basics of law of attraction is biblical. And as y'all know, I always back up what I'm saying by some Bible verses. So I'm gonna give y'all some Bible verses here shortly that we could talk about as to why this is very similar to the law of attraction. However, there are some marked differences from the law of attractions that as Christians, we definitely just don't need to fall into. And the first and I had a friend who was really into laws of attraction and she was a Christian. And this is something that I noticed with her is God versus the universe. Oftentimes you will hear people who practice the law of attraction, given all of their attributes, all of their praises, all of their prayers and their manifestations, whatever to the universe. And that is probably an issue for me when it comes to being a Christian, because really the Bible specifically tells us that you only have one one God, that's all you should be worshiping. That's all that you should be praying to. And anything else that you are praying to is of course an idol. The Bible specifically tells us that, and it's in the 10 commandments. And I feel like when you give your, give it to the universe, as they say, really, you should be giving that stuff to God because God is the one that is going to bless you, you know, not the universe, in my opinion, attributing any other blessings other than God is not what we should be doing as Christians, right? if that makes sense. And so also, if you look in Genesis chapter one, verse one, it specifically says that in the beginning, God created by forming nothing, the heavens and the earth, the earth was formless, a void or a waste and emptiness. Darkness was upon the face of the deep and oceans covered the unformed earth. So my point in mentioning that is that God created the universe. So to me, it makes no sense to give or to feel like, oh, the universe is going to bless me when it specifically says that there wasn't nothing there. It was empty and all this stuff and God created the universe. Therefore, I will give all of my praises, all of my prayers, all of everything that I am trying to do in life to God versus the universe, because why wouldn't I go to the person who created the universe over just the universe? Now, the second point I want to get into is some common things that I hear from Christians. I can't say that it's a misconception because whenever I associated the law of attraction, um, I normally just think about positive thinking. And this is something that God has spoken to me about probably two years ago was that I needed to get better in my thinking. And if you go into the story to Matthew 9 verse 24, specifically, 
basically Jesus was trying to heal the girl, but he was not able to heal her right away because everybody who was witnessing this miracle was laughing at Jesus. And so he had to send them away because their doubt was hindering God from working. So the reason why I bring all of that up is because God specifically spoke to me before about my thinking and always thinking negatively and how you are actually working against God. And the reason why I say this when I say the basis of law of attraction is biblical because basically when we talk about the laws of attraction, most people talk about manifesting. And basically what manifesting is, is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction, through beliefs, and through thought. So to think about blessings or something positive or to think about the blessings that are coming into your life are not simple. I believe, and as I just mentioned in the Bible story, that when you think the opposite, oh, I can't, God won't, this won't happen to me, then you're actually just like the story of Jesus. You're actually preventing God from working in your life. And that's why I say that when it comes to the law of attraction, why don't you want to think positively? positively. Why don't you want to think about the blessings that God has for you and that doing so it actually increases your faith. So I'm going to go to Hebrews 11 1 and give you guys the definition of faith and I want you to pay attention to it because I just told y'all what manifestation is and I want to tell you how this sound how this sounds strikingly similar to faith and this is from the Amplified um, Bible which is what I read from just because it gives you a better explanation and if you want to buy it I will leave the link down in the description box from the Bible that I read from. So it says, now faith is the insurance title deed confirmation of things hoped for in parentheses divinely guaranteed as the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality faith comprehends as fact which one cannot be experienced by the physical senses, which it just said in manifestation, bringing something tangible in your life that you have just thought about. And the same thing with faith, believing that something tangible is going to come in your life based on the faith that you have that you have that is going to come in your life. But I want you to pay attention to a speci two specific words that I said in this Bible verse that I specifically feel is different from the laws of attraction. And I'll leave in my video down below about learning how to call things into existence because this is something that I specifically said that some people had an issue with because the laws of attraction teaches us that, hey, if we sit and we think about it long enough and we believe it hard enough, then yes, it's going to happen. However, the Bible verse says divinely guaranteed. The thing about it is that when you are manifesting or having faith, as I like to call it, you need to be having faith in the things that God is telling you to have faith in. And we know that God is going to give us, wants to give us good stuff because that's what God does as our father. So if you are having faith, and I always give this example that tomorrow you are the next drawing, you are going to win the mega millions and you have faith for an entire five years and you consistently play the mega millions and you don't win. You can't say that, oh, faith didn't work for me because at the end of the day, you did not confirm with God that he wanted you to win the mega millions because one of the mega millions might, you know, make you materialistic. It might make you superficial. God may want to make you a millionaire, but he may want you to work for it instead. And so therefore you having faith that, oh, one day I'm going to have um, a good amount of money through my efforts is different from, oh, one day I'm going to win the mega millions because that might not be God's will for you, but God's will for you might be to have a lot of money. But the way he wants to bring that about is different from what you were thinking about. So just know that it has to be within God's will for you to have. And unlike manifestation, it just can't be whatever it is that you pull out of the sky because God might not give you that because of 
you know, it might not, he might have something better in store for you, or he might not specifically want you to have that. And the caveat to, you know, Christianity and law of attraction is that we have faith that even if God does not bring us the things that we are, you know, manifesting or having faith in that we trust God's ultimate judgment and we can't get mad at God and be like, oh, well, I have faith and I was trying to manifest. And you said that if I have the assurance and the faith of things that I hope for, that it will come to pass. And then when it don't, now you mad, you can't necessarily do that because you have to have, because that's the aspect of Christianity. You have to have trust that whatever God's answer is in that specific moment is his answer and that he knows best. Okay. So the next that I am going to get into stuff that I have heard in regards to who you're listening to with the laws of attraction. Now, I'm not sure if that's making sense, but I hope it makes sense. So one of the comments that I got on my blog was that um, when I talked about the law of attraction in Christianity was that they were like, okay, what you're saying is making sense. But one thing that I don't understand is the spirit guides and the spells and all this other type of stuff. But like I said before, weird, you know, I don't know about spirit guides and all that stuff where I get my information from is the Holy Spirit. And that is where you should be getting your information from. And why is because the Holy Spirit is God's spirit come to dwell in us to give us direction for our life. And that is the one who's going to deliver the blessings. So to me, I know for a fact that God is a hundred percent, 100 percent accurate. And whatever the Holy Spirit tells me is the truth because God is not a man that he shall lie. Right. And so to me, I'll, I'm getting my stuff from the Holy Spirit because that is the only way that I know that what I have, I'm having faith for or how to bring what I am having faith for is coming to pass is accurate as opposed to listening to, you know, spirits or dead people or whatever the case may be. And God specifically tells us that we should not be listening to dead people or consulting the dead, um, for our information. And so that's what I kind of feel about that. You know, cause dead people, I don't know how that works, but it, they could be wrong in my opinion. So I don't go that deep. I don't be going about spells and all that stuff. I'm not doing that. And I don't go into spirit guides and the Holy Spirit. And I want to read you from John 14, 26. It says, but the helper, helper. And in parentheses, because this is the amplified, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, and the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place. And this was Jesus talking in the Bible to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things. And he will help you remember everything that I told you. So that is where our help comes from as Christians. The Holy Spirit is able to intervene, is able to orchestrate everything around you to ensure that what you are having faith for is coming to pass, is an, is able to tell you what is going on while you're waiting for your blessings to come to pass, and even is able to comfort you as you are waiting for whatever you are attempting to quote unquote manifest is coming to pass. That is who you should be putting your trust in. And the last thing that I want to get into is a difference that I see between the law of attraction and Christianity is thinking about it is just not enough. As I said, I had a friend who was really into law of attraction and her and I had this discussion all of the time and she felt that, oh, I could just think about it and then that's enough. That is not enough, not from a Christian perspective because the Bible specifically tells us that faith without works is dead. And I'm gonna go into James chapter two, verse 14 and 15 to read you exactly what it says. What is the benefit, my fellow believers, if someone claims to have faith but has no good works as evidence? Can that kind of faith save him? No, a mere claim of faith is not sufficient. Genuine faith produces good works. 
So basically what the Bible verse is speaking to saying that you can believe whatever it is that you want to believe. You could believe that you're going to be a millionaire. You could believe that you're going to start your own business. You could think about it until you are blue in the face and call yourself manifesting it. It is really not going to matter if you are not taking the steps in order to see those quote unquote manifestations come to pass. What this means is God has specifically said, and I'm going to link my video down um, about Abraham. And when God revealed the plan to Abraham, oh, you're going to be rich. You're going to have descendants. You're going to have this. You're going to, I mean, this whole plan of everything that he wanted him to have now. But the first step was that Abraham had to leave the land that he knew. And he had to go to the place that God showed him having faith that all of that stuff that God told him was going to come to pass. See, this is where it comes in. God gives you your manifestations and then you follow God on the blessings that he has for you. But what, you know, imagine if Abraham did not do what God told him to do. He stayed in that same exact place where God specifically told him that he didn't need to be, then ultimately you are now compromising your manifestations because you have to have works behind what you are having faith in. You need to put in work for that business that God wanted you to have for that money that God wanted you to earn. You have to do the little acts that the Holy Spirit, because that's what we were just talking about. Oh, if he told you to move here, to quit this job, to start somewhere else, to, you know, go work here or whatever he is telling you, you have to do those works first in order to get those manifestations because it's a trust thing, right? God is like, okay, if you don't trust me and you're not listening enough to me to do the works that I'm telling you, because we do works based on the faith that we have. Like when I first started this whole blogging thing and business thing, I, I, I did it based on the faith, based on the fact that God told me to do it. So how crazy would it look if God told me to start creating content and that you're going to have a blog and then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have faith that I'm going to have a blog and I didn't actually get on the computer to start the blog to do, to do the domain name, to write content, those type of things, right? So that is where the faith, because really if God is saying, oh, you're going to make money from this, then I have to make the steps based on my faith on what God told me. Oh, God told me I'm going to make money for this. I believe it. Therefore I act on it. So I don't believe that like the laws of attraction, you can just think about it long enough and then something will happen. You have to actually have works as a demonstration of your faith. All right, guys, so I definitely hope that that makes sense. Don't forget to check the description box for my Christian Manifestation Guide ebook. And I will talk to you guys another day, another time. Bye, y'all.